0: Uh um mm, uh. let me try that again. Uh, 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 uh,
1: and then uh, then around 2 or 3 I do some sports. And so I go out. I know, I get notifications. If you if you cut something in the middle, then getting back is really hard. Right. But if you like finished first part I don't know for some reason it just works that you know when you go with the second part, it's a different thing because you know you've already finished the first part, it's shipped it's done, then you go with the second thing. So so this is what I tried to do and for some reason it sometimes helps. So I, I ordered two physical books on Amazon. Nice. <laughs> yeah uh, so one is my own iPad only book. <laughs> I, I never, I never had the physical copy, so I decided, you know, to use the uh-huh. Amazon printing services and and get the printed copy of my own book, yeah. you know, to have for like for the future and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the other one is the uh, is the book I already read to, twice, Essentialism, uh-huh. uh, because I read it twice all, uh, in audio, but I wanted to just go through the 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 book and you know write on it. Yeah, write uh, on it. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to just, you know, tear it apart. I just want to just make sure that I, you know, highlight wow. the most important things, you know, write on it and all this stuff. So, uh,
0: <laughs> It's interesting because I actually haven't listened to that one. I, I read it.
1: Ah, yeah. you're right. So no, I have I have just listened to it twice. And, uh, and recently what is covered is that when you get a physical copy of a book, it really makes so much fun, you know, writing on it, you know, marking things down mm. as, as important or some ideas that show up, when you're reading a paragraph, you know, just right there. And then you can review it, review them later. So um, I'm starting, you know, before that, I would always think that books are something sacred and you should just read them and treat them with, you know, all the respect they deserve. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, put them back, you know, in mint condition and everything. Now, I don't believe it anymore. I think the books are for that, they have the paper and we should use the paper and just, you know, add notes, highlight things with highlighter, all these things, you know, Mm. of course, in a nonfiction, in a way, a fiction book, I don't know, but um, yeah. yeah.
0: The real world is too interesting to read fiction, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I still have three paper books on my shelf. Uh, Two of them are from the same batch as Essentialism, so they've been on my shelf for about a year, probably, Uh, and I have one book which I ordered in 2012. And it's it's still waiting. I want to read it. But it just it's like still brewing, you know.
1: Yeah, it's like with me uh, the, and the book Crossing the Chasm. So Crossing the Chasm, I bought it. I think like you know ten years ago, because <laughs> it was so important. Yeah. Uh, and then after five years of having it on my shelf, I just bought the audiobook, listened to it, and that's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can give the book to your kids to like draw in them or whatever.
1: Exactly. I'll, you know, make paper airplanes or something.
0: Okay, so a few weeks ago, uh, we talked about our morning uh, routines or morning rituals and how this helps us just be more organized, more proactive and just how this helps us start the day well and continue to be proactive throughout the day. So I thought we should follow up on that and talk about our weekly schedules or weekly routines, rituals, whatever. because. I feel like it's a similar kind of thing uh, as a morning routine. Like having a routine helps uh, just on a psychological level. It helps sort of as a habit because we have a cue that, okay, it's a Monday and there's a sort of thing I do on Monday or it's a Wednesday and so it's it's going to be a Wednesday-like day, right? Yeah. And just like with what I mentioned about me sort of planning the day on the evening before, it's also useful to plan the week and and when we have this sort of schedule uh, and a routine a, a rhythm to our week then it's also this sort of thing where we've predecided how the week is going to be so i don't know what do you think of it
1: yeah totally um i i i can i have to honestly say that i've i've tried it several times just like with my morning routines. So I had several attempts to actually coin a, a, weekly, a weekly routine. And each time I failed for several reasons. One of the reasons me being, you know, um, me wearing so many hats, you know, being the CEO, the chief of marketing, the blogger, the podcaster, the whatnot. So um, I remember I failed several times. But I also failed several times because I was always trying to do everything on each day. And then I realized I was running my life on someone else's agenda, you know, instead of mine. Right. And putting a routine to a week um, gave me two things, two major benefits. First of all, I felt more of being in control, of really controlling the week instead of the week controlling me, kind of. Yeah. And second thing, what you just said, is that this is Monday, and on Monday I do these things. So, for example, if there was a task that would, you know, not be compatible with my theme for Monday, I wouldn't do it on that day. I would, with all you know, um, without feeling guilty, I would move it to a different day because it wasn't the sort of thing I would do on this day, right? And this, I'm, I mean, we'll go through that right now and you know, through the whole thing, but this whole thing, this, 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 um, guilt that I didn't have to suffer through anymore, let's say, yeah, uh, was. It's it's crazy how 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 powerful it is because suddenly you understand that um, a, I mean you give yourself a, a freedom to do stuff that you normally wouldn't because there was something urgent or whatever so like things become urgent if you don't have a structured week things become urgent even if they're not urgent but because because they just came right and if you have a structured week you can really you just feel more in control. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so tell me, uh, what does your week look like?
1: Yeah, so um, in, in our company, I am the the um, CEO and I am also the VP of marketing. Right. So I have two hats. And um, my week is designed like this. On Monday, I it's my administrative day. So what happens is that on Monday, I do my weekly review in the morning and then I have meeting with my uh, direct reports and uh, I do everything that, you know, is, you know, prepare the week, let's say, and also do everything that is, you know, um, that has to do with me being the CEO. Right. So I like, you know, uh, paying some bills, you know, signing some contracts, you know, all these things that, you know, our, our, our CEO has to do. So this is what I do on Monday. Like also when we hire new people, I we usually schedule these also on Monday. So the, 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 the interviews, if, if there's an interview with me, because it's also, you know, the CEO job. Right. So this is the CEO day, it's the Monday. And because of the weekly review is also like my, my personal day to just make sure that I have the week prepared. And um, on Tuesday, it's my marketing day. So uh, on Tuesday, I'm the VP of marketing and we do marketing stuff. We have a meeting of marketing team. Uh, I prepare uh, like the, the, the marketing, you know, the, the, the things that I need to prepare for my team because, you know, my team has to do some things and I, they, they need to follow up from me or some approval or whatever. So I do these things. Um, I also, like, when I do all the statistics or, or analytics and all these things, I do them on, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And then on Wednesday is my product day. So uh, this is my ad- additional hat of being the visionary behind our product. Uh, so um, in the morning, I, I, I prepare. I, I, you know, uh, go through things I, I would like to go through. And um, like like just this um, this Wednesday, I was doing you know the vision for the future version of our application, and then um, I get pre- I prepare for our meeting that we have uh, at twelve o'clock uh, the our design fight that we right. discussed uh, in the past. So um so this is a design fight and it's also very long. So uh, I want to make sure that I'm prepared for this for this meeting. So Wednesday is product, and Thursday is writing day. On Thursday, I try to write. So it's also marketing day, but also a uh, writing day for my blog, for my um, drafts, for my upcoming book, analyzing content, uh, drafting uh, Nosby, also Nosby pages or no, you know, not some content for nosby uh, But it's all about writing. So I try to just uh, not to have any meetings, not to have anything, just write, just sit and write um, one thing after another. And then on Friday, it's my meeting day. So, and my podcast recording day, because we always record on a Friday afternoon. So just so today, for example, I had lots of meetings and uh, this is my last one. And uh, after that, I'm just going to be <laughs> done, but it's good. Like, I, this way I just batch all these meetings with my team, with my, um, uh, with my clients, with uh, you know anyone I need to meet uh, on Friday and it's also lots of fun because uh, I like talking to people so it's uh, it's crazy so this is like this and then weekend is for the family so that's the that's the basic gist of it
0: yeah so how do you find flexibility with your schedule uh, like I, I i see this this struggle between on one hand i like having this this schedule this rhythm to the week because it, it helps me to to be like for half the week I'm going to do this sort of thing and the other half the week another sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's also sort of constraining and often in, in a bad way. Like, um, you know, you're saying that, that Wednesday is your meeting day. So when Wednesday doesn't no. work what? and you have to do something else or you have other things on Thursday or whatever that, that just doesn't fit with the theme of, of the day. Um, do you find that to be
1: a, a, a problem? Yeah. So um. So first of all, um, like for example, the meeting day, also my Friday is the meeting day. So um. if I, um, ha- I mean, if somebody cannot do a Friday meeting, they have to do it on a different day. It depends on the person. So if it's a very important meeting to me, I'm going to be flexible right. and I'm going to schedule it on a different day. Um, so that's fine. Also, some tasks, you know, are not being done. So, for example, if I don't do several tasks of marketing on, 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 on Tuesday, I might look at them on, on Wednesday right. also. But I try to do it then after I've done my major tasks for this day for the theme. So the idea is, you know, getting back to the to what we, what we said in the morning routine. In the morning routine, you know, in the evening, you put your, you know, most important tasks for the next day. And for me, always, these are connected with the theme of the day. Right. And um and, and this way, uh, like on, on, on Wednesday then I would for example, you know, do something about the product, which would be the most important thing for me. And then later if I have the time, I'm going to, you know, continue, for example, with the tasks from Tuesday just to make sure that they're also done and you know the things are shipped. So that people on my team don't have to wait until next Tuesday, for example, for me to follow up. Right. Because this is ridiculous, right? So so I make sure to try I mean I mix these days also, but the structure and you know setting up the most important tasks for each day uh, according to the theme of the day is very uh, liberating. It's very helpful.
0: Aha uh-huh. so uh, so so that's an interesting insight. Like it's not like the whole day is about a thing. It's it's more like there is a theme, and you schedule your most important work for that day. But then you, you still have like margin, like filler in the day that you can use whatever way you, you find, you know, necessary.
1: Yes, and it's important to create this margin. And and, and I, I can say that I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm to blame like every other guy, you know, that uh, sometimes I don't have the margin. I have just too many tasks, for example, right? Right. So I really have to also be purging tasks or moving them to a different week. Like very often I find myself, you know, with marketing tasks, for three days. I mean I mean the tasks are you know, can be done in three days and they're all for the same Tuesday. So I just go through the priority list and just move them to, to, to a different Tuesday, you know, because they are just big important tasks but they cannot be done today. Right. Um, but yeah, the 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 structure is you know the most important tasks. And I tell you why it's important. For example, if I did when I didn't have this structure and I would for example dive into a marketing task like for an hour or two. In the second hour, I would feel guilt. I would feel guilty because I would I would think, oh, there are so many other tasks on my priority list, and I'm right. I'm, I'm I'm for the second hour in this marketing thing. You know, I should you know stop and I should go you know do these other things because they are all you know crying to me and you know shouting you know at me. But if this happens on Tuesday, I'm like, it's Tuesday. I'm this is for marketing. So right. I'm allowed to dive into the marketing task and I'm going I'm allowed to, you know to spend as much time as I need to just get it done you know I give myself the permission to actually dive because this is the theme of the day yeah so if I would do it on on a, on a wednesday then I would say no 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 it's a big thing I'm going to move it to a different day I'm going to just you know you know co- co- connect with people other people and say that I'm not, I'm not able will to, to you know just get this done because today is a different theme right but on a tuesday for example in this in this second in this case I'm allowed and this gave me so much you know so, so much power really recently i was i was so happy that for example uh, that, that i had this time that i had this time to dive into things deeper without you know being worried about all the other tasks i have on my priorities
0: yeah that makes a lot of sense so maybe i'll tell you about uh my weekly schedule and when i say mm-hmm. my weekly schedule i mean like again it's more of an ambition it's like alpha version it's an idea <laughs> and why this makes sense and sometimes works for me, but also why I have a problem with this with this whole concept and continue to struggle with it. So okay so um, I'm going to ignore the weekend and and, and Monday for now, uh, but just regarding my, my nosby work. I work from Tuesday till Friday, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I noticed a thing. So on Wednesday, Each week we have the design fight. And we talked about the design fight on uh, a previous um, episode, so we'll link to that. Uh, But anyway, it takes usually more than two hours. Yes. And often takes a little bit time to prepare for, like maybe think of some things you want to mention or read the stuff that Hubert prepared so that we can like familiarize with the design so we can do productive critique of it. Right, and also yeah. often there's a bunch of like follow-up from this, like uh, ideas popping up after we finish. So all in all, it takes a, a long, a lot of time. It takes up like pretty much ha- half the day, and this is disruptive because it's hard to focus on on good proactive work. It's hard to find a a big chunk of time. When I start working at ten and work till uh, six, but from twelve to three, I'm, you know, I have this this meeting, right? Yeah. So it's a bit disruptive. Uh, and then we have Fridays, which are are better, definitely. Uh, but still, it is like less of the days available for me to to focus on my work. Because um, the morning meeting is is longer than usual because you also join. And this is also something we talked about in a previous show and we we'll also linked to that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we usually end at like 10.30 or 10.40, something like that. And then sometimes every few weeks at 11, there is this other like um, this meeting where we all just, just hang out for an hour, right? Yeah. So there's that. And then at 4... We talk, we record the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I'll usually like pretty much have to stop working half an hour before to like sit up and maybe think of the topics and prepare whatever. And then it usually, like after that, this is pretty much the end of the day. So yep. on both these days, like, I don't have the whole day for myself, which I do on Tuesday and Thursday. So yep. as a sort of theory I, I came up with is. Okay, if that's the case, if Wednesday and Friday are not going to be amazingly productive anyway, at least most likely they aren't going to be, and I I have the destruction um, of meetings, long meetings on those two days, then let's just schedule stuff during the week so that I I can spend pretty much the whole day destruction-free on Tuesday, and thursday every week just working just making things right without mm-hmm. without bothering with the little things uh, like ignoring all of the most important requests and feedback and etc and then move all of that stuff to wednesday and friday where maybe i'll do some work but then i'll i'll try to put like everything else that needs to be done but just all these small tasks or things I have to like write to like give feedback or whatever and do that on Wednesday and Friday. So this is cool. This this made sense to me. And sometimes I actually did did it this way and and it worked. <laughs> and I found it tremendously useful because again, I can spend as much time as possible, I can allow myself guilt free to spend the whole day programming and nothing else, unless it's really important. Um, But then not like ignore the other things because they're also important, just they don't require this uh, focused big chunks of time. So that's cool. Um, But then for one thing, oftentimes a life gets in the way. And and it doesn't work out this way because they're like constantly like requests from people and stuff I have to check out and like if if I want to like have um my say then maybe I, I have to check it out today and like all sorts of distractions are popping up constantly and often I, I find find them hard to ignore during the day and even though I'm trying to be like focused and proactive, all of these distractions often just put me out of my flow, right? Mm-hmm. So that can be problematic. And um, oftentimes we have stuff like the the release time. So we try to release every few weeks, and so there's going to be maybe three or four weeks when we can actually work on implementation of the new version. But then for two weeks or so, it's just constant like one big distraction because we have to ship and there's all sorts of little tasks that need to be done and uh, there's this and they have to prepare the builds and whatever and i just i can't find any focused time during the, those weeks um at least for now i'm working on automating yeah uh, <laughs> the hell out of it so i have more time uh but anyway it's it's just really hard you know
1: yeah so what I do with this is that um, I also uh, divide my day into two halves, let's say. Mm. So um, I work from uh, nine uh, to uh, well let's say now, now it's uh, now we have um, uh, uh, winter time. Right. So what I do is uh, I usually I usually work from 9 to 12 on my very important things. So like the, the most important tasks. And then I really try not to be present. Uh, on Slack, not to be present, you know, in the comments. I try to be really right. uh, out of out of uh, out of reach. I mean, you know, I can be reached still. I have the iMessage and everything, so <laughs> you, know, you know how to reach me. So there's not a problem. Yeah. But I, I try I try not to uh, uh, respond to the. I mean, not uh, you know, not um, not to get involved. Where there, right. uh, I respond quickly and just focus on that. So really, like until twelve, I try to focus really and cut out. And not to um, not to be distracted. And I also, so even if when you ask me, even if I have make an exception, for example, to have an interview with someone, um, then I do it uh, or, or some conversation uh, or meeting. Uh, then I do it in, in the afternoons uh, of these days, and right. never never before twelve. Now, this way, I make sure that really I get my most important things done. And of course, it's not always ideal, but it really helps that at the twelve, I'm really focused. I just work on these stuff, and and and. After 12, uh, so from 12 to 2, um, uh, I usually work with others. I try to communicate more. If I need uh, to, to chat with people, um, then I, I do it as well. So for example, yeah. um, uh, uh, the, mentioned, the mentioned meetings, like the, 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 the regular meetings, like for example, the, the meetings with my uh, direct reports, is on Monday at 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. And the meetings with my marketing team also, it's on Tuesday at 1 p.m. Why 1 p.m.? Because until then, I can really work on the stuff. And I'd be prepared for the meeting mm-hmm. uh, so this is really like this is how I this is for example why design fighters at 12 also because also I want to make sure that at 12 uh, at 12 I'm already you know I've already done what I what I what I needed to do um the only the only exception is is Friday because Friday just I have the whole day for meetings right but but that's that's the point of this day so so this way I I really try to you know not be present in the very beginning in the very morning then up until two from 12 to 2 uh, I, I I usually am present, and then uh, then around two or three I do some sports, uh, so I go out. And- I know I get notifications. Exactly. So I do sports like uh, then, and um, especially now because it's winter. So uh, in here where I live, uh, in winter the, in the middle of the day, like around two or three, is the warmest. Is the better. Mm-hmm. Is the best. So so I just um, I go I go there, and then after that I come back and I work more. And then around five five thirty, depending uh, on the day, I pick up. Uh, I go to pick up my girls from school, so I, I right. do the, 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 that thing. So this way, uh, um, I really have also the structure of the day like this, you know: focus time, uh, collaboration time, sports time, and catching up time. <laughs> so like this, guy, I, I would call it like that.
0: So and by the way, I, I wasn't joking when I said I get notifications. Michael uh, logs everything with Runkeeper, and then my wrist the Apple watch on my wrist pleasantly buzzes whenever he completes a run or a bike or a swim. Yeah. Uh-huh. So <laughs> anyway.
1: friends on Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: even though I, I don't use this app, but still, uh, I get notifications. Anyway, uh, this makes a lot of sense and I should be doing more of that. I think so. Because I know I've also tried and found it useful to be like, um, Okay, even on on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and on Friday when I generally just have the the four p.m. recording, I would mostly be like offline. Well, not offline, but just um, not present to be distracted and just not uh, looking at all at Nosby comments and and Slack and 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 try to have this focused chunk of time until you know, at least 2 or 3 p.m. So most of the day, and then allow more distractions in so I can um, chime in and give feedback and etc. But what I found to be challenging is that the whole start of the day, as far as work is concerned, um, is just not a, a productive start. You know what I mean? Because I started working at 10 and yeah. so I start my day with the with the morning scrum, and then for fifteen or twenty minutes, um, you know, we have a meeting. And since this meeting is not um, like it is not so engaging that I would um, like focus hundred percent on the conversation. Like it's impossible to focus hundred percent on the conversation when uh, it's it's audio only and I can't see those people. So I you know I naturally like I listen like I half listen and half just see what's been up in the morning on Slack and I just do it automatically I don't even think about it but just like I start the day with with these distractions and 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 sometimes it's fine but sometimes okay I start with this just looking catching up but then I see something I have to respond to and so what do I do after the scrum ends I respond to it reply to it right and and then I find myself doing this sort of thing until 11 and only then I get to work but then like coming back to the morning routine I already sort of started my work day the wrong way all right so um yeah I haven't found a solution for that yet but uh uh, I have to think about it because uh, it, it's it's just not not very not very healthy for me um, for my sort of focus and productivity in the day um, to start the day this way because I, I really found that the best way to start the day is with your most important tasks. And mm-hmm. like don't allow any distractions, not slack, not nosby, not Twitter, not email until you work for at least a few hours and achieve something, Um, something real right? and only then you can make yourself available so that's a problem Um, and it's been less of a problem in the past because I'm actually not sure um, what what changed and why I stopped doing that but in the past I I wouldn't be sitting at the computer with Skype uh, during that call but I would answer on my phone and during that time I would just Walk around the house and like I don't know maybe there there's some laundry to pick up and like whatever just just you know house stuff just um, do something with with my um, with my body like as if, as if it wasn't a Skype call but I was listening to a podcast the same sort of things I would fit at ten a.m. but what that would mean is that I wasn't in front of a computer getting distracted and just putting myself in the wrong flow by looking at Slack and GitHub and Nosby, right?
1: Yeah, I think I think that, you know, you're totally right. I, you're totally right. And actually, with the, the software that you use right now to communicate uh, on Scrum, actually, I, I don't have it installed on it. I don't like it. Uh, but I don't have it installed on any of my computers. I have just on the, on the iPhone. So I just uh, listen to it Yeah, on, same to the on, the on the iPhone. So maybe that's the way, you know, you just put it on the iPhone and you just, you know, just listen to it.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess it, it was a mistake to, to stop doing what I was already doing. Um, yeah, uh, okay, uh, I, I know what changed. Uh, what changed is that I found myself um, like sitting in front of my computer at like 9.55 uh, to like jot down, uh, sort of think, think about it for a second and jot down the, the list of things I did yesterday and, and I plan f- for doing uh, today. And then I would just naturally continue, like, sitting in front of the computer, even though the conversation is is happening through the app on my iPhone. Mm -hmm. So I should get back to doing just that without the other thing. Uh, But anyway, another thing I found challenging um, is that even though I also have different sorts of things to do and wear somewhat different hats... Uh, it's different from you, I think, because you're the CEO, you have your administrative stuff and your marketing stuff and your product stuff and your meetings like every week, right? It's yeah. it's unchanging to have this um, like composition of different things uh, throughout the week. For me, I often do different sorts of things, but they're more spread out, you know, like it would be like like mini projects. Like mm-hmm. I often, um, for example, work on a feature or a number of features for a week. But then like the previous week, uh, I wasn't programming. I spent pretty much the whole uh, week um, uh, playing a, a designer and I've been designing a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Which uh, will be cool when I finish it. Um, All right. <laughs> so I did that. But 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 again, the, the, the point is that um, it's also annoying when I'm like doing this thing for most of the day on Tuesday, but then on Wednesday, I do something else, mostly, because there's these all other things, right? And then I, I get back to it and have to like get back to the flow essentially after two days. But then on Friday, I also do other things. And and do, uh, you know, just um, administrative and whatever. So it's just harder for me, I think, to have this rhythm to the week, even though when I do have that, I find it useful because the the, the different sorts of things I'm doing are more like spread out from week to week and not in the week. mm
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but, you know, on the other hand, uh, well, I don't know, of course, it's hard to, uh, for me right now to push put myself in your shoes. Now, for example, if I, I, in my case, for example, there are several things that I I would have to do like over several days. Mm-hmm. And then I really, then you're right, I find it, for example, challenging. Like, for example, there is a big marketing thing I have to do. So I start yeah. on one Tuesday. That I have to get back to it on a Tuesday, on the you know on a following Tuesday, and and it's hard to get back to the flow because you know uh,
0: y- you lost all your context. You have to like exactly. remember all the things you, you, where you left your work.
1: Exactly, exactly. So this is really uh, hard. So and it's hard for me, and because right now my week is structured like that, it's hard for me to stretch from one day to another right. you know, to con- to continue this work. Like so, what I, I mean, some one thing that I found helpful in the, in these situations was really try to uh go down with the scope of the thing uh-huh. so if i go down with the scope uh i i like i try to you know make the scope of the thing for just this one day to make sure that i also finish it on like again on the on, on the same day and then i can get back to it next the following week or, or another week but then it's not Then it's, i know it's a mind trick but it's not like i'm not coming back to the same thing i'm going back to the, like, the, like this thing part two but right. this thing part two is already a little bit different i don't have to be Because that's the thing, Mm -hmm. if you if you if you cut something in the middle, then getting back is really hard. Right. But if you like finish first part, I don't know. For some reason, it just works that you know when you go with the second part, it's a different thing because you know you've already finished the first part, it's shipped, it's done. Then you go with the second thing. So so this is what I tried to do, and for some reason, it sometimes helps.
0: Okay, so that's interesting. So so the insight is instead of doing big tasks then try to like split it into one day size chunks that that makes sense like in isolation
1: exactly that actually that you can actually complete you know and and mark it as completed i for some reason this works i've tried it several times and uh, was no i
0: I actually that that does make sense yeah cool so (laughs) i i guess we're we're going to um (laughs) Yeah, I I I didn't I didn't expect this to, to, to become also like a, a therapy session for me because now I see, <laughs> yeah, the stuff I have to
1: change. <laughs> so um so yes like in the last episode of the podcast when we were talking about my success with my morning routine, mm-hmm. which is still going on nice. very well. So uh, uh you were the, the you know the the um the the motivator so now i am the therapist right <laughs> in this episode Yeah 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 VPT therapy you can yeah. you can add it to the list of your titles <laughs> That's great that's great Put uh, a, another
0: pin on your 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 collection of, of like general um, <laughs> i don't know what it's called you know what i mean
1: Yeah I would I would choose you know the t- my title depending on the day or my mood. So yeah.
0: Okay, we're running out of time, so uh, let's do a weekly weigh-in.
1: Yeah. So uh, today uh, it was interesting. I had sixty-seven point uh, seven. Mm-hmm. So again, I told you it's between sixty-seven and sixty-eight kilograms. Uh-huh. And it's interesting because this week I really and you could tell it from the from the uh, notifications. I was really very good at being fit. I was doing. Uh, Uh, very good trainings over the day, uh, over each day. And I have completed all my circles and stuff, very good stuff. So I had 67.7 and I had my all time low for this year of 18% something body fat, which is, um, which is my case very low. Normally I have around 20% body fat. This is what my, you know, I don't know if it's true, but this is what my, you know, what my scale says. So I, I, you know, this is my benchmark is my scale. Mm -hmm. So, um, interesting. So, uh, I had eighteen percent, eighteen point four percent of my body fat, which is really very low. What it means is that I am heavier because of the muscles and not because of the fat, which is really good.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, when I was listening to to the last week's um, episode after we recorded, a- and I just I just laughed so hard when 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 I heard your ex- I must have not paid attention as you were talking about it. I only realized what you've said as I was listening to it again, and, and and the excuse you've made, like, oh, I'm not really getting, um, you know, I'm, it's not like I'm not making progress on getting less fat, I'm actually growing muscles, and that's why I haven't m- made progress. <laughs> and I kept thinking, you know, and I was listening uh, to it and thinking, yeah, right, uh, but uh you say you have some data to, to, to back it, so maybe I should exactly. back away. <laughs> uh, so it's also been interesting for me. Um, for pretty much the whole last week, I've been pretty stable at 81. Like literally, I've been like 81, 81.1, 81.1. 71, 1. You mean? Yeah, 71. God, 81. Ugh. 71, yes. Uh, But today I've been, and I I weighed myself uh, after I had breakfast, so uh, I didn't do it in in the right um, order even, and I still was at 70.1. Nice. Yeah. So my goal was 70 and um, 70.1, so so that's good. Uh, And, you know, I'd be really happy when I have like my first week with the sustained... Weight of 70, pretty much. All right. Um, and <laughs> I'd be really happy if I can sustain it for, you know, a month, six months, a year down the line.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, um... If you if you can do that, it's perfect. But but anyway, I mean, I think we should you know open the champagne anyway. I mean, seventy point one, it's fantastic. So really, congratulations. Um, really, yeah, thank I'm you. I'm really black and proud now.
0: <laughs> yeah. An interesting thing, um, like wrinkle about it that that, that I wonder about is, I mean, okay, so I, I went from uh, about eighty when I started, and when I Read the book Why We Get Fat, which that like, gave a lot of insight and really sped up the process. I've been at I don't remember seventy five, maybe something like that. Uh, I I picked a goal of seventy, but it was like I don't I don't really know what it what it should be, right? Like I don't know, I've never been seventy, <laughs> right? Uh, and what I found curious is is the is how yeah I lost a lot of fat. But the fat distribution is sort of curious because I I lost like so much fat like on my arms and on my chest like even my my thighs have little like excess fat like like really like, you can see sort of the shape of my muscles on my arms and it's not because I have a lot of muscle just because <laughs> I don't have the fat smoothing it out uh, but but there's still like like the, the distribution of fat is, is such that on my chest like if i if i like st- um like push my chest to the front it looks not just lean it looks almost skinny but on my like on my abdomen th- there's still like on the sides there's still like some some fat and i wonder why why is that because it doesn't look like there's still like progress for me to be made so i wonder is it like genetics like okay uh, my genes are such that uh the, the fat gets distributed this way, throughout my body, and like that's that. Um, that sounds plausible. Or maybe that um, the deposits of of fat, like to the sides of of abdomens, somehow um, like work differently, and, and maybe are are more longer term and will take some time to like literally redistribute throughout the body. I wonder about that.
1: So um, uh, so two things, two observations. Um. First of all, uh, yes, it's genetics. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, there is a posture that you have, that you, I mean, that you will have to have, I mean, there's right. like, there's that. So, uh, you can blame it on your parents, you know, whatever, but this is how it's going to be. But, uh, you also have, now that you've lost so much weight, you have to give your body time to adjust. Right. And this is what I found, uh, also in my diet, you know, two years ago and two years ago, I remember when I lost, you know, uh, also, uh, so much weight, um, People saw me uh, like th- three, four months after I lost the weight, mm-hmm. and then they saw me again uh, after uh, uh, half a year later. Mm-hmm. And then half a year later, they'd they say, "Michael, but you got so much leaner now. I mean, you're you're like you're so thin now." Uh-huh. And 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 in this in you know in this half a year when they saw me first after my diet and later nothing happened. I had the same weight. Nothing happened. So the thing was that my body was adjusting to the to my size to The amount of fat I had and was redistributing the fat, I think, or something, I don't know. <laughs> but I appeared leaner, although nothing right. really happened, you know. And I can, I, I, I think, I um, I think even with clothes was the same thing. I can prove that you know, I had uh, the, the clothes, uh, you know, became bigger, you know, yeah. uh, after that, so really. The, it, there is a big adjustment of your body. So you have to t- give it time to actually, you know, redistribute fat, redistribute everything, and really um, adjust to the new situation where there's not much to fat to go around. Right. So I think, you know, also you have to think about that. I mean, I remember, like, my face, because my face is pretty, you know, pretty um, round, let's say. Yeah. So it was still pretty round. I mean, it still is, but uh, in genetics, again, I cannot help it. It's, it's, it's going to be round, yeah. whatever I do. But it was... It was still pretty round after my diet, and it, it it got so much leaner, like you know, half a year later. So um, that's the, that 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 that's, that that's that. So some things you can influ- influence, some things yeah. you can't, and that's the that's the thing. Yeah, that's
0: that's actually really good good to hear, and that's why I wanted to to ask you about it because uh, yeah, and and another reason to to stay at the seventy. Yeah, <laughs> kilogram range
1: and that's again and that, that's the reason for example I I wanted to stick to the diet um, well to diet to the lifestyle more like on January now and February mm-hmm. um, and I'm doing lots of sports now and now, now sports is like my main thing that's why I'm also measuring the fat and everything um, because I, I, I felt like I was sleeping you know towards 70 kilograms and more so I was sleeping after the Christmas and I was afraid my body will catch up later you know, <laughs> with with looking more chubby. You know, I right. I was still looking good. You know, even with you know seventy kilograms. But I knew that if I stay like this uh, at this level, I'm going to you know my body start will, will start catching up, and I'm and I and I and I'll I'll just I get again long terms uh, long term uh, uh, impact of that. That's why you know I I, I dial it down, and now I'm you know between sixty seven and sixty eight. And with me you know being more fit now and doing more fitness stuff, I hope to stay at this level and um And, uh, you know, have less body fat and uh, have more excuses for you to share on the show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the podcast, uh, the best show on productivity uh, and nutrition.
1: Yes.